Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The National Broadcasting Company presents The Big Show. The first half hour presented by the makers of Reynolds Aluminum, the Reynolds Metals Company, and starring the glamorous, unpredictable Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs> For the next hour and 30 minutes, you will be entertained by some of the biggest names in show business. Such bright stars as... Kay Arman. Victor Borger. Bill Foster. Ed Archie Gardner. Molly Goldberg. Robert Merrill. Meredith Wilson. And my name, darlings, is Tallulah Bankhead. I simply must tell you about a fascinating weekend I spent in the country. Everyone was ice skating, so I borrowed a pair of skates and out I went. Well, you won't believe this, my darlings, but in no time at all, I was making a figure eight. <laughs> I was making it the hard way, of course. Uh, uh, what does it say here? Two fours, I see it now. Well, I picked myself up and decided to master uh, this ice skating business. I was on the ice all day. My feet weren't, but I was. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it so much that I decided to buy some skates. So I got myself three skates. <laughs> it was a wonderful weekend skating, a nice warm at night, parties. I'll wait, dear. <laughs> it would have been a perfect weekend, except for one slight mishap. On the last day, I slipped on the ice and twisted my ankle. <laughs> And how I got my foot in that highball grass, I will never know. <laughs> well, I didn't mind too much because it gave me a chance to lie around the house and catch up on our fan mill. All the letters I get start out the same way. Darling, to aluminum Bankhead. Yes, Miss Bankhead, we do get a lot of response to these Reynolds aluminum messages. And on one subject, a special statement is called for here and now. Because we frequently mention Reynolds Wrap, the original and genuine, the pure aluminum foil in kitchen rolls, why the demand for this quality product keeps on growing. Although, unfortunately, the supply is very short. Let's state the truth quite clearly. It's hard to find Reynolds Wrap on store shelves today because more and more aluminum 
is being used for vital military supplies. And yet, we do want people to remember how superior this Reynolds foil is for covering bowls and wrapping leftovers, for roasting a chicken or a turkey. After all, you don't forget a friend just because military duty has called that friend away. As Reynolds expands aluminum production, we hope that military needs will permit greater and greater supplies of Reynolds wrap, that happy symbol of the age of aluminum. Reynolds aluminum. Well, darlings, I always feel it helps to appreciate a performer if you know something about his background. So I've asked each of our players this week to come up with a short biographical sketch, a sort of a thumb-nose description. First of all, I call upon Phil Foster to tell us how he got started in what he loosely calls his life. <laughs> Foster Phil. I was named after my mother. Her name is Phil Foster. Born in Brooklyn. Family settled there in 1776. 1776, Flapper Chevney. <laughs> Education, PS 186, PS 210, PS 174, PS 149, PS 128, PS 190, PS, I never got graduated. <laughs> Politics, I'm a Dodger fan. Oh boy, that's good. Marital status, single. Ambition, to stay that way. <laughs> You know, I don't understand why everybody kids about Brooklyn. After all, it's New York's largest borough. It's first in population, first in bridges, and second in the National League. <laughs> Borger, Victor, born 1915, Denmark. No, just a minute, darling. I haven't called on you yet. Uh, you'll have to wait your turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, darling. I apologize. Uh, well, that's all right, darling. I didn't mean to upset you. Very well, darling. I had my mouth open and it just slipped out. <laughs> Let's drop it, shall we, darling? I didn't mean to hold up your show. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, is a great singer of songs, Miss Kay Armand. This is her first appearance on the big show, and this is what she wrote for her biography. Harmon K. Singer. High spot in my career was last week when I appeared at Carnegie. Hattie sold me a dress to wear here. <laughs> Favorite actress, Tallulah Bankhead. Uh. Favorite radio personality, Tallulah Bankhead. Favorite movie, Lightboat. <laughs> Favorite stage play, Little Foxes. Favorite singer, Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs> Ambition to appear on the big show every week. <laughs> oh, well, my darling Kay, we're gonna get along swell. We agree on so many things. Walker, Victor, born 1915. Then I went... Victor, I'll call you. Don't call me, I'll call you. Okay, I'll be waiting for your call. Of course, I haven't got a phone. Oh, it's going to be that kind of an evening. Our next contestant, I mean our next guest, is the Metropolitan Opera star Robert Merrill, and here is his biography. Merrill Roberts, singer. Started out singing with a group of my childhood friends in the neighborhood. We were all sopranos. A few years later, my voice changed, but theirs didn't. That's when I first realized they were girls. 
Now appearing at the Metropolitan where I am known for being able to sing a note so high that it will break a glass. This has caused some embarrassment where some of the patrons complain that when I sing that note, their diamond rings cracked. Ah, a likely story. You don't believe it, huh? Listen. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, there go my spectacles. <laughs> and now next we have... Borger, Victor. And not... Born 1899. <laughs> Then and now, I... Not yet, darling. Now, wait a minute. Next, we hear from the manager of Duffus Tavern, Ed Archie Gardner. Gardner, Ed Archie. My uh, parents was extremely wealthy and social. <coughs> Very clammy group. The family consisted mostly of dukes and dukesses. And, uh, <laughs> uh, diplomats and diplomatresses. <laughs> and, uh, in fact, in our family, I was considered a pheasant. <laughs> We even had royalty in our posterity. And, <laughs> and none of that phony royalty neither. We had the real McCoy, the kind of royalty that gets assassinated. <laughs> but finally it came, the crash, and my father lost all his money. It was in 29. 29 different crap games. <laughs> Well, it's a time like this that I say to myself, Tallulah, what is a great actress like you doing on radio? Well, next we have... Borger, uh, Victor. <laughs> Born 1787. <laughs> then I went... 1787? Yes, I've aged just sitting around. Now, darling, we'll get you in just a moment. Next we want to hear from Molly Goldberg. Goldberg Molly. When my darling friend Tallulah told me to jot down a few words about myself, my pencil was tongue-tied. Because to me, self-praise is better when it comes from somebody else. <laughs> so I brought references from a very important man, the principal of the high school where my family used to go and Rosalie goes now. Uh, this is right from the principal's pen. To whom it may. <laughs> I have... <clears throat> I have known Samuel and Rosie Goldberg as students in my school, and they are not only proficient in their studies, but exemplary in their conduct and characters. Sincerely yours, Mr. Harrison, Principal. Well, this, of course, is not really a reference for me, but I ask you, with two such fine children, how bad can a mother be? <laughs> Well, I'm glad I didn't have to bring any references. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I guess there's no getting around it. I must call on Victor Borger. Go ahead, Victor. Borger, Victor. Died February 24th, 1942. <laughs> well, while the cast uh, files past the body, we'll lighten things up on the program with this election by the Big Show Auction Chorus. So let's listen now to Meredith Wilson and his fine aggregation of musicians as they play a fast version of A Slow Boat to China. Meredith, darling, if you please.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Introduction in a bathing suit. Bankhead the bathing beauty basking on a golden beach. Oh, pardon me. I mean an aluminum beach. A Reynolds aluminum, of course. Yes, Miss Bankhead, this is about a tropic island of palm fringe beaches and mile high mountains, only a few hours from the USA. It's Jamaica in the British West Indies, welcoming you to all its sports and gay diversions. Welcoming you to the brightest sunshine of the Caribbean. And what has Jamaica to do with Reynolds aluminum? A great deal, and it's very important. Because there is bauxite, aluminum ore, in the Jamaican mountains. And Reynolds has taken the lead in developing it, in working out the processing of this special ore, in modern mining and shipping facilities to bring the bauxite 
over the short sea route to Corpus Christi, Texas, where giant new Reynolds aluminum plants are rapidly nearing completion. This will add 160 million pounds of aluminum capacity starting this year. As one of America's great producers of aluminum, the Reynolds Metals Company salutes Jamaica, the pleasure island that is now a new source of strength for our free world. Well, darlings, he's back again. One of the 10 most eligible bachelors in show business. Well, not one of the first 10 exactly. And he's not very eligible exactly, but he is a bachelor. Aren't you, Phil Foster? Yeah, well, uh, one of the reasons I never got married is a simple one. I'm afraid to go shopping. <laughs> uh, let's face it, shopping today is like organized warfare. Reconnaissance, that's window shopping. Patrols, that's neighborhood shopping. They even have the big push in mechanized divisions. That's when the women get the uh, shopping carts and they converge in the supermarkets. In the old days, it was a different thing. My mother used to send me to groceries for two reasons. One, I was expendable. <laughs> I was the dullest one in the family, and if I got lost, it was a minor tragedy. <laughs> two, I had the strongest thumbs in the neighborhood. That was so I can squeeze the rye bread to see if it was fresh. <laughs> and if I made good on the rye bread, I got promoted to squeezing honeydew melons. But today, if you go to any market, you see the women with those shopping carts, and these carts are even bigger than trucks. I saw one last week, had white wall tires, chromium bumper, had headlights for night shopping, it had directional signals for what department they're headed for, but that's not too bad. It's when they have to leave the store that kills me. They got three lanes. One is called an express lane. This is for five bundles or less. And then they have a medium-sized lane. This is where the woman says, ah, I don't know how this got into the thing. Where did this come from? And the slow lane, that's a beauty. This is where the woman says, oh my heavens, I left my money home. I'll be back in a moment. And you don't see her for a year. <laughs> but uh, this is ridiculous. And uh, I'll tell you, the old days were so nice just to go down to the corner drugstore or the corner grocery, very nicely. You walk outside, there's a kid with two cent shopping bag. It was nice. You want to be a big sport, you said to the kid, you carry my bundles home and you can keep the nickel, a three cent tip. Have you got an idea what would happen to you today if I said to a kid, uh, have a three cent tip, I want you to do me a favor? With the kind of allowance that he gets, he must hire his father. That's how much money he's got. <laughs> and uh, there's a new racket around today where they keep husbands broke. This is a beautiful invention called the deep freeze. Have you got an idea how much food you can put into a deep freezer? I have a cousin who has so much food in her deep freeze, in case of a direct hit, she can live in a unit for seven years and never want for food. As a matter of fact, that's what she's living now in the unit. They uh, spent so much money for the food, they haven't got money for rent. None, they dispossessed and everything else threw them out. And also the department stores, they have a beautiful sadistic scheme called the uh, layaway plan. This is where the husband starts to buy a Persian lamb coat on decoration day, and by the time Christmas rolls around, they have to lay him away because uh, he hasn't got the money, the coat's out of style, and he's out of shape, and everything is wrong. In the old days, my mother used to go shopping the hard way, without money. She used to walk into a store very nicely, like an insurance adjuster. She was ready to offer him one third whatever he wanted. And then they would quibble over the price. That's why I got long arms. My mother used to pull me in and out of the store while they were arguing. And then about the time when she had him settled and he had a nervous breakdown, she'd give him a real clinch. She'd say, wait, my sister will be in in a moment. She's the one who's really buying it. And the people my mother used to do business with. I remember one guy was wiped out in the crash. A truck backed right into his pushcart. 
And these women always got a new thing for you. So, oh, they're so wonderful, these women. My mother gave me a little present last Christmas. I said, Mom, beautiful, what is it? She says, it's a bargain. I say, I know, but what do you do? You wear it, you eat it, you plug it in, what do you do to it? She says, it's the last one in the store, you can't get any more, it's a bargain. <laughs> and there's one event that's really beautiful. This is when the department stores hold what is known as the Monstrous Gala Clearance Event. And it's beautiful, this thing. Oh, I want to tell you. This is a thing, it's a, well, it's a yearly sale. And it's, I love it because all the women, this is like a World Series. This is a big challenge. Only the champions can attend. No amateurs. I remember one day I found myself in Gimbel's basement. I didn't even want to go there. I was standing on the corner and the light changed. <laughs> I was in the basement 20 minutes before my feet touched ground. <laughs> they had a beautiful plaque up there. Oh, they're so wonderful. A little plaque that said, Memory and Dedication to Miss Sophie Klutz, who died in the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> it was a course of sale, 1949. <laughs> I got tired, and so I went and got a special shopper's lunch in there. That's a tuna fish salad with a corn plaster. And uh, be honest, let's be honest. Do you think that women ever get bargains? Never. And that's why I'll be single, because they don't deserve me. Phil, that was wonderful. Now I know why there's standing room only at the Paramount Theatre where you're appearing. You're just hilarious. I love you. So, Lulele, excuse me, please. Yes, Molly. You, you, you love him? Who, Phil? Oh, that was just a figure of speech. Well, naturally, if you love him, you love his figure. <laughs> oh, darling, you're jumping to conclusions. Why jumping? All I know is you said those two little words, I love you. So from this, I surmised a conclusion. Surmised, that's my night school vocabulary. <laughs> uh, so I surmised that you love him. I is that such a terrible surmise? But maybe I shouldn't even interrogate you if I'm overflowing my boundaries, so please tell me. <laughs> You are, darling, but go ahead. Uh, so tell me, Tallulah, he, he's well fixed? Well, I think he has a few parts that could stand repairing. <laughs> what are you getting at, darling? Oh, that's so pretty, Molly. What's the name of it? Well, uh, <laughs> it's a kind of, I'll be seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's, uh, I'll be seeing you all the time. Uh, Tallulah, darling, tell me, how old is this Mr. Forster? Oh, I don't know, Molly. He says he's 33. Uh-huh. And how old do you say you are? <laughs> Never mind, darling. He is 33. Oh, well, uh, four years difference isn't so terrible. <laughs> four years? Are you coming or going? <laughs> I'm staying. Uh, so he's... Goody, goody. <laughs> So he's four years older than you are. Tallulah, uh, let me talk to him, you don't mind? Well, go talk to him if you don't mind wasting your time. But how can I talk to him when I don't know him? Would you call him? Well, this is a switch. All right, I'll call him. You, Phil Foster, Phil, I'm mewing to you. You, coming up, kid. Phil, this is Molly Goldberg. Hi. Hi, uh, Mr. Forster, you are simply marvelous. So funny, I, I could hardly keep from laughing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're funnier. <laughs> You're funnier than Newton Burrow put together. <laughs> you know, I, I have never enjoyed anybody so much. I was the one that was laughing. <laughs> you know, I, I believe you are without a doubt. What's the bitter? She got a marriageable daughter? No, but she thinks she has a friend who is. Well, I got news for you. Who needs it? There, you see, Molly, you're wasting your time. It's not a waste of time, Delula. There's an old saying, nothing ventured, nothing married. Yeah. There's another old saying. Marriage is like a three-ring circus. First, there's the engagement ring. Then the wedding ring. Then the suffering. And darling, in my circle, there's another old saying. Marriage is like a prize fight. The preliminaries are usually better than the main events. All right. All right, so make jokes. Make jokes, Tallulah. Now you're laughing about getting married, but when you get married, you'll see how you'll stop laughing. <laughs> A truer word was never spoken, Molly. And I'll think about it, but right now I think it's time to showcase one of the beautiful voices on our show this week. So let's start with Kay Armin, one of the really fine delineators of the popular song. And to demonstrate here is Kay Armin to sing Begin the Begin. Meredith, darling, if you please. <laughs> They begin a beginning. It brings back the sound of music so tender. It brings back a night of tropical splendor. It brings back a memory evergreen. I'm with you once more under the stars. And down by the shore, an orchestra's playing. And even the palms seem to be swaying when they begin the beginning. To live it again is past all endeavors, except when that tune clutches my heart and there we are swearing to love forever and promising never never to part 
moments divine What rapture serene Two clouds came along to disperse The joys we had tasted And now when I hear people curse The chance that was wasted I know but too well what they mean The dead desire I only remember When they begin the beginning Oh yes, let them begin the beginning Make them play Till the stars of the land before Return above you Till you whisper to me once more I love you And we suddenly know What heaven we're in When they begin the beginning When they begin the Now I have here a message from a famous producer. It says, um, quote, suggest we present another version of Lifeboat. Much lighter vehicle, brilliant, guaranteed for a long run. Well, let's see now, the producer's name. Oh, it's signed, the producer of Reynolds Aluminum. Well, Miss Bankhead, of course, we're talking about an aluminum lifeboat. More and more are being used. And it is a much lighter vehicle, brilliant in performance, guaranteed for a long run because it cannot rust or warp. Doesn't need painting either, which any sailor will appreciate. On a larger scale, PT boats are now made of aluminum. More and more of the modern metal goes into all kinds of ships, as into combat vehicles on the ground and planes in the air. That's why the civilian supply is now limited. But there's more aluminum coming from the industry that Reynolds made competitive. As always, competition pushes production up and keeps the price low. Aluminum is the only basic metal that costs less today than before World War II. Count on more from the Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress, through aluminum. We'll be back in just a moment with Act Two, darling, just as soon as I permit our darling network stations to take a break. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs>
This is the big show, Act Two. And here once again is Tallulah Bankhead. Ah, <laughs> thank you, Ed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lost my script, listeners in. Well, a few weeks ago, we had a distinguished Danish concert artist. That's right, on the big show. And he scored such a big hit, we asked him back for a return engagement. Unfortunately, Mr. Lawrence Melchior couldn't make it. <laughs> so this week, we took what we could get, Victor Barber. You did it again. The last time I was on the show, you promised me you would give me a dignified introduction. I'm not saying that it wasn't dignified exactly. You said a lot of nice things. I wish they had been about me, though. Well, what do you want me to say about you, darling? Well, I wish you would say that I am appearing in the Empire Room at the Waldorf Astoria. Oh, very well, my darling. As you walk over to the piano, I will mention that. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, as the house lights dim, Mr. Borger walks to the piano. Are you all right, darling? Yes, I'll find it. Why do you always have to dim the house lights? Here, piano. Here, boy. Here, Steinway. <laughs> Want me to help you, Victor? No, no, you just go on with the introduction. Remember the three important things. Waldorf Astoria, Victor Borger, Empire. Very well, darling. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to present Mr. Waldorf Astoria, <laughs> who is currently appearing in the Victor Borger room of the Empire Hotel. <laughs> so there must be a piano around here someplace. How can you lose a piano? Oh, here it is. I found the piano legs. Take your greasy paws off me! <laughs> now, what are you gonna play, brother? I'm going to play the piano, if I ever find it. Oh, I found it! Here it is! What a genius. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Victor Borger. For my fourth number, <laughs> shall I like to play the menuet in G? G. Now, I shall play a little theme for you, and when I have concluded, I shall play it in the style of the various great composers, the way they would have composed it, presumably. Here's the theme, and I play it with one hand because we haven't got very much time. <laughs> Tchaikovsky would have composed it. Peter Idiot Tchaikovsky. <laughs> Still didn't find the piano. Well, I'll try it once more.
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy tonight because it just occurred to me that I'm the only one in the cast tonight who speaks without an accent. Now, <laughs> next, I shall play Chopin. He's dead, by the way, you know. <laughs> Matter of fact, I hope he is because they buried him a couple of years ago. <laughs> Richard Wagner, or as we call him over here, Dick Wagner. <laughs> For short, this is from his famous opera, Die Gestorben Gewürden von den Schrachengebürden. Mit der Gewalt und Stein! Mit der Gewalt und Stein! From the second act. got time for the second Hungarian Rhapsody by Schlitz, so uh, <laughs> I will go straight to Mozart. Harry S. Mozart.
Straub. Joe Straub. I love you, Victor. Tallulah, to darling, him you love also. <laughs> now, look, Molly, when I say I love someone on this show, I mean I'm in love with his talent. I'm intrigued with him as a performer, as an artist. It's not love in the esoteric sense of the word. It's love in the sense of appreciation of an accomplishment. Uh, do you follow me? Oh, I follow you, but I understand you. I do not. <laughs> Well, now, look, Molly, let me put it this way, sweetie. I love the man for what he does rather than for what he is. Mm -hmm. It's an intellectual love. Do you understand, pet? Pet, I understand. <laughs> but this kind of love, I do not. I know that to love somebody for their intelligence or their talent, that's in the cultural realms, maybe. But where does it say you can't have a little physical culture also? <laughs> You mean like wrestling, darling? <laughs> jokes again? Always joking. Tallulah, with all the men who come on your program every week, by now you should have found somebody because a beautiful girl like you should have been married already and have four or five children. So listen, darling, for a change, would it hurt if you were known as the glamorous and productible Tallulah? <laughs> The big show is my baby, darling. And that reminds me, it's time for a change. I mean, it's time to bring on Robert Merrill. Maybe him, Tallulah, such a wonderful singer. Ah, oh, Molly, he is a wonderful singer. The youthful star of the Metropolitan Opera, the concert stage, television, motion pictures. It's always an exciting experience to hear his glorious baritone voice. And tonight, Mr. Merrill offers, as his contribution to the big show, the prologue Pagliacci. Meredith, darling, if you please. Si può, si può, signore. Signori, scusatemi se da sol mi presento 
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
concetto vi dissi Ora ascoltate come ascolto Andiamo Incominciate so divine. Thank you, thank you, and may I return the compliment? And you're always such a hit wherever you appear. Oh, thank you again, and uh, may I return the compliment? And your singing never failed to give me the greatest thrill and pleasure. Well, speak up, you coward. <laughs> well, to, to tell the truth, Tallulah, I, I never heard you sing. Oh, really, darling? Well, I'll be glad to sing something for you. What would you like to hear? Well, maybe some aria from an opera. Oh. <laughs> an aria from an opera? Mm-hmm. There's a beautiful aria in Madame Butterfly. It's uh -huh. a scene where the naval officer says goodbye to Chocho Sand. He's leaving to go back to America, and he promises to come back to her. And as he leaves her, she's standing there, the tears streaming from her eyes, and she sings this beautiful aria. I wonder if you know that one, Tallulah. Oh, sure. Ah, <laughs> we in all the old familiar places. Well, what do you say, Robert? You like my... Well, where did he go? I lose more naval officers that way. <laughs> and I wanted to ask him to sing a duet with me. Well, uh, look, Tallulah, if you're looking for somebody to sing with you, uh, how about me? You, Artie? Why not? Tallulah Bankhead versus Archie. We'll sing opera, good old opera, you know. That's, that's where a guy walks out on a stage and uh, he gets stabbed. So after they stab him, instead of bleeding, he sings. <laughs> and the opera, I love it. Madame Butterfly, the Meister Stinker, <laughs> Cafeteria Rusticana. <laughs> Low and Grill, Hansel and Futsal, <laughs> and Carmen. How about Lombardo? She's lovely. So, uh, do you want to sing that long-haired stuff with me, or would you rather cut your hair? I'd rather cut my throat. So be it. But you're going to be an awful messy soprano. <laughs> now, look here, Archie. Not only do I doubt that you know nothing about music, but in my opinion, you are the world's champion ignoramus. Oh, yeah? Please, the world's champion. I, uh, I uh, admit I did hold the intercollegiate championship for a while. <laughs> intercollegiate. <laughs> Come now. Where did you ever go to college? <laughs> are you kidding? I studied at Harvard. You sure Harvard didn't study you? Perish forbid. Oh, in fact, for years I studied at Harvard. Harvard. Good old Eli. <laughs> yeah, me father spent a fortune patriculating me, so uh, I graduated a PhD. You know, a, a doctor of PH. If I ever get an attack of PH, I'll call you. Thank you. 
Yeah, me old man really sacrificed to get me an education. I remember me last year in college, he had to sell us three Duesenbergs. Oh, that's a shame. Poor old man sold his three Duesenbergs. Yeah, and he sure loved them dogs. <laughs> I felt very sorry for Dad, poor old mater. Uh, oh, excuse me, darling, that's the phone. Would you mind answering it, Archie? Oh, with the greatest of venom, my dear. Archie, Archie, huh? if that's a man named Jeffrey, tell him to go to the colony after the show and I'll meet him there. Now, if it's George, tell him I'll be at 21 and he should go there. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll take care of everything. Rest in peace. <laughs> hello? Oh, hello, Duffy. It's Duffy, Miss Bankhead. Uh, any place you want to tell him to go? <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> hello? Hello, Duffy. What do you mean, where am I? Well, where'd you call me? Oh, you don't know. It's dark in the phone booth. <laughs> well, look, this is the big show, you know, where the light meet the fight. Yeah, it's sort of a benefit. For Tallulah. Huh? What do you mean, what's a Tallulah? <laughs> For your information, a Tallulah is a very lovely tomato. Yeah. Oh, you should see it. That'd be terrific physique, you know? You know, the kind when you're down at Coney Island with your family, you see this Tallulah on the beach in a bathing suit, see? So you turn to your eight-year-old kid and you say, Eloise, why don't you go bury your mother in the sand? <laughs> huh? Uh, now, Duffy, you wouldn't stand a chance with this dame. She prefers the ragged, outdoor, athletic type. <laughs> Like me. Now, just a minute. How do you think I got this physique? That's right. Malnutrition. <laughs> and plenty of it. You know, I've always been a great athlete. Uh, tennis and track and stuff. Huh? What was me time for the 100-yard dash? Well, look. I, I don't know nothing about them distances. All I know is, when I was a kid, and we used to shoot craps on a corner, see... From cheese at the cops to under my bed was five seconds. <laughs> well, certainly, and also I was a very great ball player. Boy, what an outfielder I was. You know, I had, I had, I had the greatest arm in the major leagues. Terrific arm. In fact, uh, all the fellas on the team used to look at me and say, Boy, that Archie, can he throw it? <laughs> So you see, I'm the kind of a guy that Tallulah really goes for. I, I can see us already, Duffy. Mr. and Mrs. Bankhead. <laughs> Her working on a big show, and uh, <clears throat> me at our beautiful home, uh, hanging around the pool with a Q-stick in me hand. <laughs> and who can tell, you know, someday with Tallulah being a nice skater, you know, and me being so athletic, maybe someday we'd hit a tiny little patter of athlete's feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, stop bothering, Duffy. Why'd you call me for anyhow? What do you mean, where was I Friday? I was out celebrating Washington's birthday. George Washington, the great emancipator. <laughs> yeah, them was the days, Duffy. 1776 in the 13 colonies, Pennsylvania, Virginia, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Heightstown, Hackensack, <laughs> Philadelphia, uh, how many is that? Hey, huh? 
Okay, put in Philadelphia twice. <laughs> huh? Huh? Well, 1776 was the year, Duffy, the turn of the century. When a mighty nation was being carved into a wilderness. <laughs> when state after state seceded into the Union. <laughs> Georgia, Florida, North Montana, South Montana, <laughs> and finally New Orleans. What do you mean, what happened next? It's obvious. The pilgrims landed. <laughs> yeah, and they had a very tough time here that first winter. Nothing to eat but turkey. <laughs> and who cooked the turkey? The pilgrimesses. <laughs> That's why you gotta give dames credit, Duffy. This country wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for the females of the opposite sex. <laughs> sure, Paul Revere woke up a nation. But who woke up poor? Who poured the drinks for the soldiers at Valley's Forge? Molly Pitcher. <laughs> Who invented the gin mill? Ella Whitney. That's right, every one of them a dame. Madame Curie invented radio. Faye Emerson invented television. <laughs> and Duffy, the greatest woman in them all, Tallulah Bankhead who invented Betty Davis. Audrey, <laughs> while you were talking to Duffy, I went up to my dressing room to lie down for a while, and I heard the applause, and I figured you needed me, so I came down. And I've also reconsidered your offer to sing a duet with me. I'll sing it with you, oui, monsieur. Oh, Les Miserables. <laughs> uh, it will be my pleasure. Well, I'm glad one of us is going to get some pleasure out of this murder, darling. Yes, Miss Bankhead? You know Archie, don't you? Of course. Then I'm sure you won't want to talk to him. Uh, Meredith, uh, what do you say to Archie and me singing a duet? Uh, well, sir, Miss Bankhead, <laughs> I, uh, I would like to say no, but my wife has charge accounts in all the stores, and uh, income tax day is not far off. And, uh, well, they're not paying anything for Willie Sutton's anymore. So, I'll play it for you. What are you going to sing? Well, we're going to sing A, Round the Corner. But you play whatever you like, darling. Okay, fellas. Everybody got the music out? Well, you can put it away. We're playing for Miss Bankhead and Archie. <laughs> Around the corner, whoop, whoop, beneath the berry tree. Along the footpath behind the bush. Looking for Henry Lee. Around the corner, whoop, whoop, beneath the berry tree. Along the footpath behind the bush. Looking for Emily. Around the corner, whoop, 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 whoop. Tonight all the folks will cut the corn. Cut the corn. Tonight I'll be glad that I was born. For my Henry Lee, I'll see He'll be cutting corn with me And we'll meet neath the bit of berry tree Around the corner, whoop, whoop Beneath the berry tree Along the footpath behind the bush Looking for Henry Lee Around the corner, whoop, 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 whoop. Tonight all the stars are shining bright Shining bright Tonight all the cornfields are a sight. I have reached the meeting spot, but my Emily has not. And I wonder, could it be that she forgot? Around the corner, whoop, whoop, beneath the berry tree. And on the footpath behind the bush. Looking for Emily. Around the corner, whoop, 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 whoop. Right, 
as the moon begins to sink. Sink and sink. Tonight, there are footsteps that I think. That I think. Will that lost bring him to me, my beloved Henry Lee? But I don't see why so late he has to be. Oh, Henry Lee, why did you make me wait? Make me wait. I'm late because I had another day. It was plain for me to see he's been keeping company with another girl beneath another tree. Hey, round the corner, beneath the berry tree. Hey, long look right behind the bush, looking for Emily. Looking for Emily. Hey, round the corner, I told Emily to go away. Far away. But now I'm sad she didn't stay. Didn't stay. But tomorrow night if he comes a-looking round for me, I'll be sitting neath the bit of berry tree. Hey, round the corner, beneath the berry tree. Hey, on the path behind the bush, looking for Emily. Oh, looking for him. Looking for Emily. Uh, thank you. The National Broadcasting Company. This is The Big Show, Act 3. This portion brought to you by Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. By Dentine, the gum with breathtaking flavor. And Beeman's Pepsin, the gum that's great to chew and good for your digestion, too. And here, once again, is Tallulah Bankhead. Well, darlings, with two such great voices on the show as Ed Gardner and Tallulah Bankhead... It would be a pity not to give a chance to two lesser lights, Robert Merrill and Kay Armin. Their wonderful voices will now be heard blended in this exciting arrangement of Rogers and Hart's immortal Manhattan. Meredith, darling, if you please. <laughs> Summer journeys to Niagara and to other places aggravate all our cares. We'll save our fares. Why, the cozy little flat in what is known as Old Manhattan will settle down. We'll settle right here in town. We'll have Manhattan. The Bronx and Staten Island, too. It's lovely going through the zoo. 
It's very fancy An old Delancey street, you know The subway charms a soul Where balmy breezes go To and fro And tell me what street Compares with Mott Street in July Sweet push carts gently gliding by The city's bustle cannot destroy The dreams of a girl and boy We'll turn Manhattan into an island Home enchanted evening. I hear you calling, darling. You may see a stranger. It's not Pacific. It's a terrific show, they say. Gonna wash that man right out of my hair and send him on his way. We both may see it close someday. Some distant day, the city's clamor cannot destroy. Dreams of a girl and boy will turn Manhattan into an suffer from pains and headaches, neurotis or neuralgia, you should discover what many thousands have known for years, that Anison brings incredibly fast, effective relief. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. Probably at some time you have received an envelope containing Anison tablets from your physician or dentist. Thousands of people have been introduced to Anison this way. Try Anison yourself the next time you suffer from the pains of a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia. You'll be delighted at how quickly relief can come. Anison is spelled A-N-A-C-I-N. Your druggist has Anison in handy boxes of 12 and 30 tablets and economical family-sized bottles of 50 and 100 for your medicine cabinet. Ask for Anison today. <laughs> Well, darlings, I must tell you about a whole new way of life that opened up to me last week. I went down to take my final test for my driver's license. Uh, last Thursday, I gathered up some friends who wanted to see me make my debut, and down to the inspector's office, we went. Well, my dear, his first question almost cost me my driver's license. The question was, where is your car? Well, I was aghast. And I told him, my car? I thought this was just a run-through. I didn't know we were going to use props. <laughs> oh, we must have the car. Well, can't we use yours? Oh, come now, darling. You can make an exception in my case. I'll take very good care of it. Ah, you're sweet. Oh, is this your car? Oh, lovely. Uh, uh, now, I'd like to have my friends sit in the back seat so they can watch me. Uh, climb to the back seat, darlings. Just climb in, darling. Oh, excuse me, Inspector. May I present Miss Rose Scott Riley and her brother, Theodore Jones? 
Miss Bush Jordan, Mr. and Mrs. Oglesby, Mr. Louis Newty, Mr. Philip Hall, Miss Carol Lestrow, Miss Louise Fitzgerald, Mr. Philip Young, and Mrs. and Mrs. Ray Pinto, and this is their little boy, Stuart, Miss Ada Hedwig Schmidt, uh, Mr. Edmund Bayless and his Boston bull. <laughs> Spider is his name. Why not? Oh, regulations. Can't take a test with anybody in the car. <laughs> well, if you say so, Inspector. But I'm only at my best with an audience, you know. Oh, all right, darlings, I'm sorry. Uh, you just all sit here on the curb and wave at me as I come by. And <laughs> uh, Now, don't be angry if I don't wave back, because I won't be wearing my glasses, and you know I can't see a thing without... <laughs> uh, ready, Inspector? Oh, it's a pole. Well, where are you, Inspector? Oh, there you are on the car. <laughs> all right, here we are. Oh, uh, start the car? Very well, now let me see. I've never started from a standing start before. <laughs> well, you know, usually someone else is driving and we just change seats. <laughs> oh, yes, the key, of course. There we are. And away we go. <laughs> now, why are we away? Inspector? Uh, darling, do you have to have both feet in the car? Something is dragging. <laughs> oh, the brake, of course. <laughs> well, I'll just release it. Oh, oh, oh dear. <laughs> well, darling, if you're going to sit there with your head in the glove compartment... <laughs> well, that's better. Well, now I'll just drive up the street, right? Oh, yes, I know all about the lanes. Well, the white line is in the middle of the street, of course, I know that. And we go on this side of it, and cars going the other way go on the other side of it. And the white line itself is for bicycles. <laughs> Look, darling inspector, you're not paying any attention to me. You keep looking in back. Oh, we're in reverse? <laughs> well, I'll fix that. I'll just release... Oh, oh. Now, there you are in that glove compartment again. Honestly, <laughs> inspector, if you keep on... What? Stop here? But we just started. The lights? Of course I know what the red and green lights are for. Christmas! <laughs> Do I go now? Oh, thank you. There we are. I did that very well, didn't I? Oh, now look at that ridiculous man. Doesn't he know enough to walk on the sidewalk? Oh, we're on the sidewalk! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, darling. <laughs> now, there we are. Now, now, turn this way. I see. Left. Uh-huh. Oh, of course. Oh, first put my hand out. All right, how's it? <laughs> well, why didn't you tell me the window was closed? <laughs> you know I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> what do you mean I'll have to wear glasses when I drive my car? I will have you know I won't have to wear glasses. I have a prescription windshield. <laughs> <laughs> Up this hill. Up this hill here. Very well. No, no, you don't have to show me. I know how to shift gears. Ever since I was a little girl, I've been shifting for myself. <laughs> uh, what, park here? How dare you? We've only just met. <laughs> no wonder you've been telling me to keep my eyes on the road. From now on, I'm keeping them on you. <laughs> don't tell me we're coming to an overhead. 
I know what to do when we... <laughs> well, the top came down. I didn't know if this was a convertible. It isn't? Well, it is now, Buster. <laughs> Thank you, darling. If you're wondering whether I got my license, I did. The inspector gave me his. <laughs> he doesn't need a license. He doesn't have a car anymore. Tallulah? Yes, Kay, darling? Didn't I see you in a taxi on Fifth Avenue the other day? Taxi? No, darling. I was in my car on Fifth Avenue the other day. Yes, but your car was in a taxi, wasn't it? Oh, did you see that, Kay? Wasn't that the most ridiculous thing? There I was, my darling, driving along Fifth Avenue, window shopping, when suddenly this stupid taxi driver rammed right into me. Well, where was he going? Well, that's just it. He wasn't going any place. He was parked there. <laughs> well, how could he ram into you if he was just parked there? Well, a very good question, Kay. And you should have seen him trying to explain that in court the next day. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it in a minute, but now here is something else of interest to you. For breathless moments, for your breathless moments. Chew dentine, the gum with <gasps> breathtaking flavor. Dentine tastes so good. Dentine freshens your breath. Dentine helps keep your teeth sparkling clean and white. Dentine, the gum with breathtaking flavor. Before you go out and always after eating, drinking, smoking, refresh your breath with dentine. You'll love dentine chewing gum, for dentine has a wonderful tingling, nippy flavor that lingers on and on. It's delicious. And remember, dentine helps keep your teeth white, too. Keep dentine handy. You'll enjoy refreshing your breath when you chew dentine. So for breathless moments, for your breathless moments. Chew dentine, the gum with <gasps> breathtaking flavor. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Court is now in session. Judge Meredith Wilson presiding. Oh, yes. Just a moment. Oh. Bailiff Merrill, what are you doing? I don't know, Judge Wilson. I heard somebody say it on television last night in an old movie. <laughs> All right, well, just cut it out. Now, uh, let's get to the first case. Who is it? It's Phil Foster versus Tallulah Bankhead. Just a minute, darling. I will not go on with this case unless I get top billing. <laughs> You'll have to make that Tallulah Bankhead versus Phil Foster. I simply insist upon it. Get her. Her name should be first. I got news for you. <laughs> when I get through with you, you'll wind up with a number. Order. Order in this courtroom. Who are you? I'm the taxi driver. Your Honor, I'm sitting there in my hack of Fifth Avenue. It's a windy day, and uh, I'm sitting and I'm watching the scenery walk by. <laughs> when suddenly a fare gets into my cab. So I say, where do you want to go? And she says, the Bronx. The Bronx? I just come from the Bronx. <laughs> Besides, I look at the fair, and she's a dame. That figures a nickel tip. <laughs> Not only if she didn't leave her pocketbook in another cab. So I'm saying to her, look, lady, I got news for you. 
I don't think this cab will make it to the Bronx. Take another cab. She don't want All of a sudden, she's in love with me. She's in love with my cab. So finally, I say to her, look, lady, I'll take you partway to the Bronx and you can take another cab. I'll take you to 50th Street. Fair enough? Where were you uh, parked at the time? 49th Street. <laughs> finally, we compromised. I'm going to take her to the border. And she's going to get another cab but take her to the interior. Fair enough? All right, well, get to the accident. Get to it? I got news for you. <laughs> it came to me. <laughs> I'm just pulling away from the curb when I see this car coming down the street. Now, being a taxi driver, that don't bother me. But sideways? <laughs> well, the next thing I know, I got two fares in my hack, and one of them is in a car. <laughs> All right, all right. That'll be enough out of you. Now, uh, who was the passenger in the cab? I was your majesty. <laughs> majesty? Well, isn't this the magistrate's court? Uh, what is your name, madam? Molly Goldberg, alias Mrs. Jacob Goldberg. Uh, you were the fair in the taxi? Yes, I was the truly fair. <laughs> See, I was downtown shopping And I had to go to a meeting Of our Wednesday afternoon club in the Bronx But this accident happened on Thursday Yes, that's when my Wednesday afternoon club meets on Thursday <laughs> On Thursday? <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I see what you mean Because we call it the Wednesday afternoon club And we meet on Thursday Well, uh, to an outsider This could be confusing But when we first started the Wednesday afternoon club We used to meet on Friday And when some of the girls couldn't come Friday We changed it to Tuesday And now it's always Thursday uh, What happened to Monday? Monday? <laughs> Who's got time for clubs on Monday With all the washing I have to do? Could I have clubs on Monday after all? Madam, madam you are confusing the court. Will you sit down, please? Thank you. Thank you very much. And, Judge, if you, you'll take a word of advice from me. You know, that dress you're wearing is a little loose for you. <laughs> so, so if you would go down to my Jake's factory, it'll be his pleasure if you go down and take a fit. <laughs> courtroom. Now, who is the arresting officer in this case? Sure and Begora. <laughs> I am your honor. And what's your name, officer? Victor O'Borge. <laughs> well, where were you when this accident happened? Well, sure and Begora. <laughs> I was about a half a block away, helping a Girl Scout across the street. <laughs> Good work, officer. It wasn't easy. She didn't want to go across the street. <laughs> well, when I get across the street, I'm just standing around. It is very quiet. It's the usual normal day in the life of a New York policeman. Three women hit me over the head with their pocketbooks. <laughs> They're all friends of the mayor. when suddenly I see this car overhead. <laughs> so I started writing out a ticket. She was flying on the wrong side of the street. She makes a three-point landing right on this poor fellow's taxi. Sure and begora. Thank you, officer. 
Uh, now, are there any other witnesses? I'll be a witness. <coughs> uh, a witness for which side? Plaintiff or defendant? Do I get me choice? <laughs> no, you got to be for one side or the other. Now, what's your name? Allow me to introduce myself. E. Archie Gardner. Shyster. <laughs> oh, a lawyer. No, just a shyster. <laughs> Where were you when this accident took place? Well, I was in uh, Saks, uh, picking up a few things, and <laughs> when I see this cop running by the store, so I drop everything and I start to run too. And all of a sudden I say to myself, if he's chasing me, why is he in front of me? <laughs> so I decide to follow him and I see this accident. Now, Archie. Yeah? Think carefully before you answer this next question Because this whole case depends on your testimony uh -huh. Whose fault was it? Well, I think I can say without fear of successful corroboration <laughs> That it was the dame's fault Very well, that settles it Thank you, Archie Okay, be seeing you, Judge I'm sure you will <laughs> Well, so long, Phil Say hello to Mama Hey, Arch, Mama wants to know if you're coming home to dinner tonight well, certainly. And how about that no good brother of ours, the black sheep? Is he coming? Sure, and begorra. <laughs> Tell Mama I'll be there. Just a minute, Your Honor. I object. This is the most flagrant example of collusion and conspiracy I've ever seen in any court. There has been a complete miscarriage of justice here. The testimony offered by two brothers to protect that third brother. I submit that the case is a fraud and should be thrown out of court in line with the principles of fair play. You are absolutely right, madam. And I find you three brothers, I find you in contempt of this court. And I declare this woman to be innocent of all charges. Case dismissed. Oh, thank you, Uncle Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell Aunt Irene I'll be there for dinner tonight. If the recent Federal Trade Commission decision has made you wonder about the contents of your cigarette, you can be glad if you are smoking Chesterfield. Chesterfield gives you scientific facts and names its ingredients. Chesterfield uses tobaccos pre-tested by laboratory instruments for the most desirable smoking qualities and kept tasty and fresh by the only tried and tested hygroscopic or moistening agents proven by over 40 years of continuous use in USA tobacco products as entirely safe for use in the mouth. Pure natural sugars and chemically pure, harmless, far more costly glycerol. Nothing else. Chesterfield has the newest and most modern research laboratories and factories staffed by experts. Outside independent consultants include many eminent scientists from leading universities. Chesterfield has for your smoking pleasure and protection every advantage known to modern science. Darlings, this has been Brotherhood Week, a week set aside by the President through the good offices of the National Conference of Christians and Jews that we remind ourselves of our duties and obligations toward our fellow man, that we become aware of the essential brotherhood of all men. In times like these, we are in need of remembrance. 
We are too in need of prayer for guidance. Let us recall tonight the beautiful words of Stephen Vincent Benet, whose mighty prayer so sincerely reaches all our hearts. God of the free, we pledge our hearts and lives to the cause of all free mankind. Grant us victory over the tyrants who would enslave all free men and nations. Grant us faith and understanding to cherish all those who fight for freedom as if they were our brothers. Grant us brotherhood in hope and union for the days to come which shall and must unite all the children of earth. The spirit of man has awakened and the soul of men has gone forth. Grant us the wisdom and the vision to comprehend the greatness of man's spirit that suffers and endures so hugely for a goal beyond his own brief span. Grant us honor for the dead who died in the faith. Honor for our living who work and strive for the faith. Redemption and security for all captive lands and peoples. Grant us patience with the deluded and pity for the betrayed. And grant us the skill and the valor that shall cleanse the world of oppression and the old base doctrine that the strong must eat the weak because they are strong. Yet, most of all, grant us brotherhood, not only for this day, but for all our years. A brotherhood not of words, but of acts and deeds. We are all of us children of earth. Grant us that simple knowledge. If our brothers are oppressed, then we are oppressed. If they hunger, we hunger. If their freedom is taken away, our freedom is not secure. Grant us a common faith that man shall know bread and peace, that he shall know justice and righteousness, freedom and security, and equal chance to do his best, not only in our lands, but throughout the world. And in that faith, let us march toward the clean world our hands can make. Amen. That's our show for this week, darlings. Be with us next Sunday when our guests will be Fred Allen, Connie Boswell, Clark Dennis, Rex Harrison, Portland Hoffer, Lily Palmer, Henny Youngman and others, and of course, our very own Meredith Wilson and the Big Show Orchestra and Chorus. Until then, may the good Lord bless 
and keep you for the near or far away. Victor? May you find that long-awaited golden day today, Molly. May your troubles all be small ones and your fortune ten times ten in May the good Lord bless and keep you till we meet again, okay? May you walk with sunlight shining and a bluebird in every tree. May there be a silver lining back of every cloud you Fill your dreams with sweet tomorrow Never mind what might have been Meredith May the good Lord bless and keep you Till we meet again Robert May you long recall each rainbow Then you'll soon forget the rain May the warmth and the memories Be the ones that will remain Fill your dreams with sweet tomorrow Never mind what might have been May the good Lord bless and keep you until we meet again. May the good Lord bless and keep you till we meet, till we meet again. And God's to our armed forces everywhere. Good night, darling. This portion of the big show has been brought to you by Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia, and by Dentine, the gum with breathtaking flavor, and Beeman's Pepsin, the gum that's great to chew and good for your digestion, too, and by Chesterfield. Sound off for Chesterfield. Get the cigarette that's much milder with the added protection of no unpleasant aftertaste. The first half hour of the big show is presented by the makers of Reynolds Aluminum, the Reynolds Metals Company, who also bring you the Kate Smith Evening Hour on the NBC television network. The big show is produced and directed by D. Engelbach and written by Goodman Ace, Selma Diamond, George Foster, Mort Green, and Frank Wilson. The chorus is directed by Ray Charles. Special musical arrangements by Sidney Fine. This is Ed Hurley He saying good night. Enjoy American Music with Phil Harris and Alice Faye next on NBC.